1: Good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the left or the right, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at Sons of Liberty and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about I hold to the book, The Bible. As the authoritative Word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. Sons SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of the radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show... That's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, and there you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side is Bradley's Bradley show from the previous day. You can go in there and check that out up until 3 p.m. Eastern, at which time he'll be live in that little area right there. Now, you guys watching the video platform, you'll notice on the right side, this is not what we have here. It wasn't fibbing. We are live right now, but we are pre-recording the show, so we're not taking any phone calls. Uh, But the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got, look for the rumble icon, bottom right-hand corner. Click on that and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. A lot of friends over there. And so, good morning to you guys. And then, while you're over there, please subscribe to the channel. The channel is Sons of Liberty Radio Live on Rumble. Sons of Liberty Radio Live. And then also before it's news.com, top of the page over there. And those guys have been real kind to give us a spot on their platform, both the morning show and the afternoon show. Back over to of Liberty mediacom right up under where we're streaming live on the right side of the page. You can sign up for our email newsletter. Uh, that goes out once a day, late afternoon, early evening. All the articles we have at of Liberty mediacom including the Morning Show Archive. So be sure and uh, sign up for that as well. And then finally, our store is available. Again, we're highlighting <clears throat> Bradley's newest book, uh, Soldier of the Cross. And we put together a bundle for you guys. You're asking about that. Save a few dollars on these items. You get them as a bundle. The Soldier of the Cross book, you get a t-shirt of your size. Now, if you get a double X or larger, it's going to be a couple of dollars more to cover the cost on the shirts. And then you get a... A dog tag, you can either get it in black or silver, you'll choose this at your checkout, and that's 34 bucks. it's a little more if you're getting double extra large shirts, okay? Same thing happens on the single shirts, they're $20, double extra larger, you throw on another 5 bucks on there for that. Uh, also, the two books that we've got out so far, Soldier of the Cross, as well as All the Profits, we're pointing to the front, those are $10 in the store individually. And then if you scroll all the way to the bottom, you'll see the silver and the black dog tags. Those are $8 each. Uh, you get one dog tag. okay? So if you want two and you want to get a black and a silver, or you want two blacks, two silver, whatever you want to do. You want to mix them up, you can do that as well. And uh, we just want to let you know that that bundle is out and you save a few bucks by picking that up. okay? All right, now <clears throat> we've had with us uh, three or four times now since Red Pill Expo... Uh, John Richardson from VitaminB17ForYou.com, and uh, we've talked about vitamin B17, and I always want to, you know, I want to bring people on where we're kind of tackling maybe the same issue, but we're coming at it from a different angle. And so today, you know, I I, I spoke with um, the sweet lady who sets John up for our interviews here, and uh, she is a, she's a go getter, is what she is, and. um <clears throat> One of the things, I was looking at a couple of topics that we could cover, and one was the correlation of the medical and banking corruption in the United States. The same people behind the shots, chemotherapy, radiation, et cetera, and all that, are the same people who are behind the Federal Reserve and the CDC. And so to help me talk about some of this, as well as we're going to throw in this stuff about vitamin B17, because it's so important, it's something that God has put on the earth, that helps us fight against cancer. And of course they want that shut down. They don't want anybody knowing about that stuff because they're making their money off of actually killing people rather than helping them to become healthy and uh, and have well-being. And so to help me do that, John Richardson, good to see you, man.
0: Always great to see you, Tim. Thank you very much for having me on again. And, and like I said, every time I come on, it, it feels wonderful and, and God-inspired because we're getting to tell this message to the people that Tune into your show, both your radio show and your and your uh podcast. So thank you very much. And it's exciting times.
1: Yeah. Now we were just talking about just before we started recording here, uh, you had a book there, and we've talked about this book several times. In fact, I re-put out my interview with G. Edward Griffin on World Without Cancer. And when we talked, yeah, that's it right there. And you guys can pick that up in John's store. Go to vitamin B17. For you, the number four and the letter U.com, and you can pick that book up. You've got them in stock there. And uh, one of the things that that uh, the Ed points out is this this coalition, if you will, that is behind the science and the politics of cancer. And they're really, I mean, how many how many decades are we going on where people are saying, "Give us money so we can study how we can stop cancer," when we know how to stop it uh, through our diet uh, is the main, is the main reason we, we have been you know, we've been conditioned to eat all this processed food and stuff. So what's going on here? What is the correlation between the medical and the banking industry and their corruption together?
0: Well, it's, it's a very interesting subject and I don't like to get it too complicated because it kind of makes people feel like, well, what do I do? Um, but the truth is, uh, almost everything that we think of as money and we can start going to every subject think that like, uh, you know, fuel, like uh, oil, big oil, or big pharma, big medicine, big education, it really all gets down to uh, money, control, and power. And the good people listening to your show uh, don't understand how human beings could live their whole life trying to keep others down. But what we call the elite, or them, or the evil, those guys, uh, is confusing to people. But it really is the 10,000 or so people that control this whole planet with finances and uh, control of our laws and control of our health and the way we live. Like, we, God designed us to live to be 130, 140 years old, healthy. There's Ed G. Edward Griffin is 92 years old, still healthy. If they hadn't tried to kill him a couple of times, he'd be even more healthy than he is, but he still eats laitrol to this day. But The subject you wanted to bring up is how we can understand that the science is there. The first half of this book is written about the science of why uh, nitrilicides and laetrile work and how the Hansa's live to be 140 years old and how Dr. Kanemetsu Sigori studied it at uh, Sloan Kettering and Ralph Moss uh, covered that story uh, that they've proved that laetrile worked in the prevention and treatment of the C-word. But why wouldn't we know about it? Well, the second half of the book talks about, and we can go, we can name these chapters and kind of cover just a little bit of that. Uh, and we can ask questions with each other and just kind of understand how it still works today. Why we've never found out about it. And we're only now recently opened up to the idea that if it's true, why don't we all know about it? Well, you know how to
1: answer that question, right, Tim? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're suppressing the truth, and they do it in unrighteousness. They're taking us away. Romans one is not just about well, it is. It's about denying that God has authority, that He is the lawgiver, that He is the judge, and all that. There there is a denial of that. There's a suppression, but it's everything about Him. If there's something that points back to the Creator, these people want to destroy it. They want to spray chalk in the sky to get rid of the sun, the moon, the stars. All those things declare the glory of God. We know that from Scripture. Uh, if it's if it's our health, they don't want us to be healthy. Uh, they want us to be their slaves and to do their work for them. So, yeah, they they suppress, and they control that in a large part through the Mockingbird media. That's why they spend 30%, 40% of advertising on the Mockingbird media. So, yeah, so tell us a little bit about this. You're holding up that book. For people who are on the radio, the Rockefellers were some of the big uh industrialists and the people who largely jumped on this what more than a hundred years ago jumped on this on this issue and started using all of the their their wealth their the oil and everything else to engage in literally a poisoning of the uh the earth uh, the people of the earth
0: well the pharmaceutical basically the whole thing started from uh, oil making uh, you know uh medicines out of uh uh, far, that, you know oil basically <laughs> they, they've created a whole industry and, and started and they discovered how to do it and unless you dig into it it just doesn't seem possible you think that it can't be true that these pharmaceutical companies are just doing this all for profit and they're just trying to keep us you know sick all the time and constantly looking for their medicines to help us with things that their medicines are causing and you know just watch a, a, a sporting event nowadays and every other commercial is a pharmaceutical drug and if you pay attention and listen to all the bad things that does to you, you'd be like crazy to do it. But the average person my age, I'm turning 59 in November, uh, average person my age is on 10 to 20 different pharmaceutical drugs. I happen to be on, you can guess how many I'm on, uh, exactly zero. But the, the whole first part of this book, 138 pages, talks about the science. We I've covered the science with you about why Leotro works or why it's a simple you know, thing that if we all just did it. They, they really can't do anything about it. If we just use it as a prevention, they can't stop us. They can't make it illegal because it's found in 1200 different foods, lima beans, millet, barley. It just so happens that the apricot seed is the highest concentration, but they can't stop you from eating. it. Even if they outlawed apricot seeds, you could get it in peach seeds. You could get it in other types of seeds. And like I said, there's 1200 different foods and you've shown that list a couple of times. And then And a book I'm about to show you that I've recently discovered, actually, Jan, that that fire brand you talked about that's uh, getting me on podcast, she uh, found this book for me that I never even heard of before by Ralph Moss. Anyway, the second half of this book says part two. The part two of the story of World Without Cancer is the politics of cancer therapy. And literally, it talks about chapter one. Let me read this. Cartels escape from competition. Just read this one little section a review of the science of cancer therapy, a summary of the politics of cancer therapy, the early history of the IG Farben chemical and pharmaceutical cartel, the cartel's early success in the United States and its marriage with DuPont, Standard Oil and Ford. Those are some big names in American industry and all of those uh, those uh, cartels profit from keeping people sick and dying of cancer. You're more valuable, Tim, once you get cancer uh to get for these cures costing a half a million to a million dollars and then whoops we lost them we tried everything we possibly could do, could do and then we just sent them home to die you're so much more valuable than if they if you learned a way to prevent all this they couldn't make that money these cartels couldn't make the money the second chapter that's chapter 13 the second one the ultimate Monopoly. Early examples of cartel support for totalitarian regimes. IG Farben's role in lifting Hitler out of a a political oblivion and converting the Nazi state into an instrument of cartel power. And it goes on, chapter and verse, just like what's going on now. It's still going on. We've known about the answer to the C word, also known as cancer, for 100 years. And now, they, they literally that Dr. Krebs was treating uh, cancer patients in the 1920s with Laotril. Here's the book I've just promised you I'd tell you about. It's called The Cancer Industry by Ralph Moss. He was a doctor that was at Sloan Kettering in the 70s when, when Dr. Segura proved that Laetrile stopped cancers from metastasizing in mice. You would think, wow, if we knew this, if we discovered this in the 70s, we're going to save Hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of lives of cancer. We could have, but they covered it up. And Ralph Moss goes through it, and chapter eight is the Laetril controversy. He talks about that. He talks about all the different reasons why the cancer industry still goes because profit over uh, uh, helping people. I, in my own life, have proven to doctors at at, uh, cancer clinics that Laetril and diet can help shorten the amount of uh, time that people take uh, chemotherapy, which seems like an oxymoron, but uh, it shortens the time and they've seen it in black and white. And still they're telling me, John, there's no way we can, f- we can financially put this into our practice because our p- patients can get it for pennies. They can buy apricot seeds for you know pennies a day and they can buy leotril or they can eat the foods. And basically our clinic that, that takes millions of dollars to operate and run all these doctor salaries would go out of business. So it, even if you don't think they're evil or they're doing this for just power and control, even uh, the normal doctors and nurses that work in an oncology clinic have no reason to promote a natural treatment except for their own family. There they'll they'll promote it. But if they're financially, it, it's all these reasons, sadly, that keep us this, this cartel, this uh, prevention of us knowing what's uh, helping us because of finances, because of money on the top, it's the control yeah. and actually Satanism. It's really Satanism, the power that's fighting against. It. It's not just money and corruption. It's also some of these people at the very top. Who are those people? We, we know those people is Satanism. That's the very top of this, this, uh, this pyramid.
1: We well, you know what, John, uh, I'm thinking about what you said, you know, and I, and I, I sit back and I kind of go, okay, and I know what people say. They say, "Well, if they if they give you the remedy, uh, the vast majority of people are not going to go with with the remedy that actually works because it, it's going to be it's going to demand something of them. They're not going to be able to take a pill and it's going to be fine. Not that taking pills make you fine anyway. They end up exacerbating the problem often." But it, it, I see doctors like Dr. Henry Ely or Dr. Group or uh, Dr. Janice Schmidt or Dr. Brian Artis and stuff, and these guys actually want to teach people how to make themselves well and how to, how to keep themselves healthy. And, and people pay for that, and then once they learn the secret that it's a, it's a fairly simple thing uh, to do, you know, the Bible talks about the way of the sinner is hard. But Jesus says, if you take His yoke upon you, it's easy. His burden is light. So there is a difference there. But some people see that so hard as well. I can't have my my um, whatever you want to call it, your Snickers bar, or my my they still make ding-dongs, those to- uh, yeah. what, what are those things, little chocolate yeah, there's goes. a lot of
0: ding-dongs out there, Tim or, we, we, we yeah,
1: yeah they make those kind of ding-dongs too, but, um, you know, Twinkies I gotta, I gotta have my stuff here, whatever well, if that's what you love, that's what's gonna end up killing you, if you're gonna continually feed your body, that kind of stuff, so well, there is know, an answer poison,
0: that, realize, realize uh, yeah. sugar poison, I, I eat poison you know, kind of r- regularly myself I unfortunately it sneaks in, but that the less sugar I take, the healthier I am. That's the fact. So yes, it tastes good, but that's a whole nother, uh, uh thing that, that that has been done to us. Sugar shortens our lifespan. It makes us, you know, obese and and get cavities and get disease and things like that. Sugar is literal poison. But the industry is so huge and so uh, able to buy off politicians that they keep promoting sugar as a as a great thing.
1: You know, Unless, and let's be clear, we're talking about. Processed sugar. We're not talking about the right, sugar you get in you nature it. because fruits and vegetables are all a part of, de- you know, fighting against cancer and stuff like that. Absolutely anyway, so we want to make sure that that that, that is a on there. Yeah,
0: there is a difference. Coconut sugar, uh, stevia leaf extract. These are sweeteners that that are healthy for you, and it's been proven. Uh, uh, purified sugar is just poisonous, and cancer grows on on sugar. I mean, literally, they've proven it many times. It's not conspiracy. Uh, cancer loves sugar so it loves sugar it loves uh, lack of oxygen it loves to grow in an anaerobic state so the more oxygen you can bring to your body uh, hence the whole subject of B15 which you and I have never covered but this is a book of studies about B15 which is also found in uh, apricot seeds old studies about how it helps oxygenate your your um your tissues and your lungs and help it can help prevent whatever this Covid stuff is, um, B15 is also found naturally in nature. And I believe, Tim, absolutely God made a plant or nutritional substance for every disease. If we just eat God's uh, fruits and God's vegetables and what God has provided us, we can prevent so much disease. Stay away from the processed foods, stay away from the poisons that they create just for profit. You know, food that is at, at fast food joints has literally zero nutritional value in it. Not, I'm not saying maybe not a whole lot of the lettuce they use is practically, you know, it's it's so uh, GMO that it, it may be harmful for you less than uh, actual not even good nutrition in, in fast food. It's literally harmful to you. So let's go back to what God provided us and prevent disease. Vitamin C was proven to prevent scurvy and, 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 If you weren't too far along, it could cure scurvy. But it took us 300 years of knowing that before they before we wiped it out. Now kids only know about scurvy from from history books, and that's in my lifetime, Tim, and your lifetime together. We're going to to do the same with cancer. We're going to wipe it out in our lifetime. And anybody that I know, including my friend Tim Brown, who I'm talking to, will never die of the C word as long as we keep. Uh, nitricides and lateral in our diet and eat natural foods. You can even get away with eating some sugar here and there. That's a little secret. You can get away with having a beer or a glass of wine or having a piece of birthday cake, but don't make it the only thing you eat. So right. that fast food and horrible food is the only thing you do and eat a natural diet.
1: Yeah. You know, the Bible talks about having things in moderation. Uh, we had yes. David Schmidt down there at the LifeWave Conference. He made his own brandy. Uh, aging it with light in a lab. It was pretty incredible. But he was talking about, you know, he brought up the fact that the Bible speaks about partaking of things in moderation. And then when you go back and you see, like you go back into Deuteronomy, you'll find that God said when the people couldn't get to the feast that they were at, they were to take their tithe, which was not money, it was their first, you know, it was their first flocks. It was their first produce that they brought out and all this. They were to take it and sell it. And then it says something of the effect of they can buy whatever their heart desires, including wine and strong drink. Well, that was for, you know, one, one-time occasions and in moderation that they could partake of that. Why? Because if they made it a daily thing, it was not going to be good for their health, but every once in a while, it was okay to do. You might you know, right. whatever, over but but you you didn't have those things attacking. So let's look at this correlation here. We've got the Rockefellers not only are behind, uh, say, our money supply, but they're in behind the energy industry. They're behind the medical industry. What else are they behind? They're behind a whole bunch of other things that they've got their hooks into through different media, foundations. News media, for sure. Yeah, it's news media. So, media so how— how are these two combined? The money system, you know, I can point to the Constitution that says we're only to use gold and silver for payments of debts. That's the only money allowed. So as far as I'm concerned, what all has been going on since 1913 is counterfeit money. It's not real money. It's lawless money. In fact, the Federal Reserve in their own books say the only reason it has value is because you think it has value, but it doesn't have any value. So what's, what's the correlation it looks like all of these things controlled by the same people are working against us. Whether it's in the medical industry, whether it's in the in the money, uh, you know, supply.
0: Yeah, it's it's in all of the different things. But the two pronged approach and Geo Griffin is probably the one man on the planet that most understands it and most educated people about it. He first came out with a world without cancer and talked about um, the the science. Oh, I've already covered it. The science and politics of cancer. And it goes the same thing, the science and politics. Let's convert that to the science and politics of COVID. Now we took the whole cancer industry of 100 years and shrunk it down to three years. And it became so obvious to all of us that this was all about profit and control and and uh, you know, population control. And uh, they, they put out small businesses out of business. So the correlation of those two prongs uh, being the battle between good and evil if you don't have your health, you'll pay anything to get your health. And they know that. So the media uh is is great that they, they that's something they do, but they don't, that's not the way they bring in the finances. They bring in the finances, the control and the money by the the the, uh, the Federal Reserve, which can allows them to do whatever they want with money, manipulate money any any way they want, and then controlling your health, which is two-prompt. One is you'll spend any amount of money once you have cancer to, to come up with a cure to get rid of it, but you'll also, they also have population control. So if there's a certain amount of people they don't want to have around, uh, they just, uh, they just inject you with a, with a vaccine or they give you chemotherapy or radiation, all of which have been proven not to work. So it's all two sides of the same coin. I have a friend named, uh, another friend that was just out here, Tim Pethel. Uh, He was out here and he photographed my wedding, but he's making a documentary called From COVID to Cancer, the continuation of the medical scam. And uh, well, I I think he's actually done it the other way around. We've been battling this and known the answer for 50 years for sure. Doctors sat around filming themselves back 50 years ago saying within the next five or 10 years, we're going to wipe out cancer. It's going to be nothing but a distant memory. But the medical establishment, the money that the, the trillions of dollars from the banking uh, cartels have put a snuff to anything that would get rid of the trillion-dollar industry of cancer. They—they they, just—you would think enough is enough. You would think enough power would be enough, and they could just retire to their their castles in Switzerland. But that's not what it's all about. The the if you don't realize, and I know you do, Tim, it's good and evil. Satan's yeah. not going to yeah. give up. Just because he has a lot, his people have a lot of money. They still want control, and they feed on young, innocent children. You know, metaphorically and actually. Again, okay, we could go off in a whole pattern on that. Sure. But they, but the, the two major prongs are medical, I mean, medical and and financial. And so, if you can do your best, and all the people watching you to take away the medical side. If you have your health, it's tough for them to take you out. It really is. They can give you all the bad news in the world. If you wake up in the morning, you're healthy and happy and doing well. You'll keep battling, and that's what you and I do every day. We wake up in the morning, take care of our kids. Uh, you know, make sure we we they know about Jesus and God, and we go to church on Sunday, and we're and we're guiding our families the right way. And we and we on the other hand, we make sure we're taking care of our financial life as well, not putting our money into these cartels, and and in being safe with having you know gold and silver. You know, we're not this is not a show about gold and silver, but that is truly, according to our constitution, constitution, the only legal tender. So if it's not based in gold and silver, my dad said that Yeah. 15 years ago. Well, if, years it's, ago.
1: if it's not doing that, it's not lawless, it's counterfeit. And of course, Congress has been given authority not only to coin money, but then to to deal with counterfeiters. But what did they do? Well, they joined with counterfeiters and said, Well, this is real money. And I think that's the that's this is the correlation I'm seeing. The money issue is forbidden. The way we have money now is forbidden in our Constitution. The Constitution also does not give authority for the federal government, including the Unconstitutional Food and Drug Administration, to tell us... What we can or cannot put into our bodies, that has never been an authority that that the people gave to the federal government. Yet they've usurped it like they have education, like they have, you know, whatever they want to talk about, and they just say, oh, we need to do something about it. Well, wait a minute, the Constitution didn't give you authority. Well, that's okay, we need to talk about it anyway. Uh, I I think it's treasonous. And when I see the parallel of what the Constitution allows and doesn't allow, and I see it on the money side, I also see it on the health side. In in fact, you were talking about the last three years— Here is a government that wants to tell people, you must stand six feet away from your fellow Americans. You must wear this mask that's going to cause you all kinds of problems for kids. It's going to cause all kinds of development problems and stuff. They wear them more than a, a surgeon does in surgery. He, he Like about every 20 minutes, he has to take it off, put it in a biohazard disposal waste system, not just throw it on the ground, not throw it in a trash can. He's got to do that every 20 minutes. And yet, we were sent, people were sending their kids, and they were wearing themselves for 10, 12 hours a day. And we're seeing the fruit of that. And it's coming from the same people who've given us the lawless money. They're also giving us a lawless... Healthcare, I want to call it a death care system. Same thing.
0: Yeah, well, you, you, a lot of people have realized this, and I'm sure you correlated it, Tim, that some of the rituals they they made us do during this uh, COVID-19 scam uh, were six feet is the same thing that they use in the satanic uh, ceremonies that, right. that they run Yeah, shown, putting on masks and, and the six feet of distance and dehumanizing us to the point where we don't we don't respect human life. And, you know, the people are hating us because we're not injecting ourselves with these poisonous uh, vaccines. And it created all these things that that, that they that they use during their their satanic ceremonies. So I hate to I hate for your audience to to hear that constantly. It seems hopeless, but I have so much hope. There's so much uh, good coming on. God's word is getting out there. More people that were, that were atheists in my lifetime. Are coming back to or find discovering God and Jesus Christ in these times than Amen. ever before in our history, yeah. and so it's it is a revival, but it's also a revival of our of our spirit, our health, our finances, all of these things that we're realizing that we don't have to listen to these people in charge, these ten thousand evil ones, because there's millions of us that have the, the the ability to to win on our own, on each individual day. By taking back our health, taking back our financial freedom, taking back, not listening to these Mockingbird media. I never do anymore, Tim. I don't know about you. I'd much rather listen to, to your podcasts and podcasts from these other patriots and people that are telling the truth than this Mockingbird media. Absolutely. I, yeah. I watching the, the NBCs and the CBSs and the, I don't even bother anymore. And even watching sports sometimes, it, it gets to be obnoxious when these commercials come on. You just... You, you do laugh about there is a, a bunch of these sheep out there, the masses that still listen to this. It must work. But even they are waking up to it. This Russell Brand story and you know these other stories, we're, we're hearing about these people that are used to be what we consider left wing that are now coming across and going, wait a minute, you know, what's going on? They're waking up. And so, you know, this 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 cartel of finances and this cartel of medicine is being uh, shown. To be exactly what it is, an evil uh, death cult trying to, you know, just uh, take over the planet and control it for, for Satan.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I was, I was looking through here, you know, we were talking about, you, you were talking about certain people coming back, um, and I, I'm going to guess that probably a lot of these guys that we see, probably somewhere in their childhood... They were infused with the Word of God. So the seeds were planted early on. I, I really do. I've seen a lot of guys come out of a rock and roll industry, and they go, I'm actually coming back to what I was taught as a kid. Somehow their maturity, uh, they finally found it at 30, 40, 50 years old or whatever, but they, thank God that he opened their eyes to it. But they, in their maturity, they're like, look, I, I, I've been given pretty much everything the world can give me. And I'm seeing it's all like Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, it's all vanity. I'm not, it's destroying me. Yeah, I'm having experiences, I'm having a blast, but it's destroying me, it's destroying my life. And they're they're repenting, and they're putting their faith back into the Christ they heard of when they were a kid. I don't know how people don't see it except for what the Scripture says. And so I was going over into Psalm chapter 147, and I was thinking about how God communicates to us in the song in uh, and, and the Psalms here, about himself and about how he's known, not by his graciousness, and he is gracious. He's not known by his love, and the Bible tells us that he is love, but he's known by his judgments. And that's the thing he tells us as fathers to teach our children, Deuteronomy 6, Mike. Teach my commands, statutes, and judgments. So let me read this little part here. I'll get you to tie this in you know, with, with what we're talking about right here. This is Psalm 147, and I'm going to uh, read just a little bit down from the beginning. Uh, great is our Lord, and of great power, His understanding is infinite. The Lord lifteth up the meek. He casteth the wicked down to the ground. See, this is a warning for the bad guys. You guys that say Jesus is fake news, the resurrection is fake news, we're going to hack you, we're going to do all this kind of stuff to you. You better understand something You are messing with the Creator's children. You're messing with them, and He sees it. And you're going to get it if you don't repent. You really are. The Lord lifteth up the meek, cast the wicked to the ground. Sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praise upon the harp unto our God, who covereth the heaven with clouds, who prepareth rain for the earth, who maketh grass to grow upon the mountains. He giveth to the beast His food, and to the young ravens which cry. How much more does He give to us, right? Isn't that what Jesus taught us? He delighteth the not in the strength of the horse; he taketh not pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him, in hmm. those that hope in his mercy. Why, why, why do we hope in his mercy? Because we know the law condemns us; it condemns us, and so we're hopeful in what's outside the law, and that is the mercy of God, that it that comes to us in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then he says, "Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem! Praise thy God, O Zion!" For he hath strengthened the bars of thy gates, he hath blessed thy children within thee, he maketh peace in thy borders, and filleth thee with the finest of wheat. So you have to ask the question, if you don't have the finest of wheat, if there's no peace in your borders, if, you're, if, the, if your bars of your gates are not strengthened, but they're weakened, if your children are not blessed, are you on the right path or are you on the wrong path? Ah. He sendeth forth His commandment upon the earth. His word runneth very swiftly. He giveth snow like wool. He scattereth the hoarfrost like ashes. He casteth forth His ice like morsels. Who can stand before His cold? He sendeth out His word and melteth them. He causeth His wind to blow and the waters flow. He showed His word unto Jacob, His statutes and His judgments unto Israel. He hath not dealt so with any nation at that time. It was all His focus was upon the nation of Israel. And as for His judgments... They have not known them, praise ye the Lord. And so, John, you know, when I see this, the people who are not, who are not listening, they don't know God's judgments. They think life is just a, uh, you know, what was that old thing, a box of chocolates, you know, or whatever, a bowl of cherries. They think that's all it is, and they don't know that this is the ground where we show forth whether or not we really do love God and whether he has set his love upon us in Jesus Christ.
0: Well, absolutely. I um I believe we're we're living in times that we get to show our faith in Christ and and on and, and our God. Uh we get to wake up in the morning and know God is with us. That the battle, if we're fighting a true battle of truth and justice, that God is with us and we can have no fear. And I don't mean to be, you know, blasphemous at all that that if you have fear, you obviously don't trust God. Well, Honestly if if you do trust in God and know you're doing the right thing the only fear you should have of of God's judgment so every day I wake up and I see the news of this and this horrible thing happening that horrible thing happening but I take absolute excitement my assistant said how's your day and I said it's fantastic it's great I you know I've just got married I I just got back from my honeymoon all these horrible things hurricanes and you know this things going on that going on but I know God's protection and I know That my work, what I'm doing to spread the good word of God's uh, creations that are help us live a longer life and help us battle, are what takes away the fear for me. So I tell people regularly. I might be having a target on my head, and the more I go on these podcasts, the more I speak at events, and the more I tell the word, I might have a target, but I'm not fearful. God is on my side. Amen. I have a cloak of 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 God, and I'm not saying I'm a perfect human being by any stretch of imagination, Tim, but. I strive for that, and I strive to tell the truth, and I strive to be the best man I can be, and I and I have no fear.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that's the work of the Spirit of God. That's what He does in us, because what we once were, the Bible tells us that we've been made a new creature. So when we're mm-hmm. faced with these, these, these evil guys who are out there, now one of the things the Bible tells us is we are to pray for our enemies. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, we're to bless those who curse us. Boy, you're talking about something that's very difficult to do. Because well, yeah, it goes against easy. our very pray nature. For them. Yeah.
0: I can pray for you. It's easy. Yeah. You can pray for me. Yeah. Let's pray for people that need it, need sure. God. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and a lot of these guys are there. Now, I confess, I confess, and I, I've told people on the show, I do some imprecatory prayers against some people. Uh, because, you know, David did it. I think there are people who have clearly seared their conscience. And you can tell by what's coming out of their mouth. I mean, it's not just... You know, they have some filthy language. It's their whole... Everything that comes... Jesus says what comes out of the mouth first is in the heart, right? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And they're telling you they've seared your their conscience because of the such depravity that they don't want to just do to themselves. Uh, this Noah Harari guy who advises the World Economic Forum, I mean, not only is he a sodomite, not only is he effeminate, not only is he mocking God and things of this nature, but he wants to take you along with him. I mean, how wicked do you have to be to to be that way? And so, again, these people are all intertwined, whether it's the lawless money, whether it's the death care system, or whether it's uh, the pharmaceutical system, or whatever we're dealing with. They're all intertwined, and I don't think a lot of people catch it that way. They see different aspects, and, right. but they don't see them as the conglomerate that they're under.
0: It, it can get daunting and scary if you think that everything is against you. But um, I want to give people hope and faith and and excitement about the fact that there's so many more of us. Tim, every day you, you're, you're talking to people, you're going to church with people, you're hanging out with people. There's so many more of us than there are them. They just have a bigger megaphone. But truth has a way of getting uh, through and making us feel wonderful. And people are clamoring for the truth. So it's so much easier to get the message out there now. And we just have to stop listening to the liars, the Noah Hararis, and the, you know, the the Biden's and whoever's controlling him and all these other uh, characters are such a small minority. And I'm on our side, I'm uh, uh, pushing people, you and I and others to stop listening to these blasphemous losers telling us what they want to do to us and start doing what God wants us Amen. to do. Amen. That's right. And not listen to them because there's I'm telling you, everywhere I go, I, I travel all over the place. I just went to Miami and uh, Fort Lauderdale and i uh, spoke in you know, different places and I'm I'm this weekend um, they're having a conference with Carrie Maiday and Robert Scott Bell that they've advised on Friday about, you know, helping uh you know, get it, more of us together. The, we, there is way more of us And way more of the people are waking up than ever before, than ever in my lifetime. And so your audience needs to take heart in the fact that these people that are trying to cram this garbage of Satanism down our throat are losing. They're desperate. Yes, they're going to do some things and try to harm us. But we are going, we know God wins. That's not just sit back in your hands and, and let it happen. That's, we know, keep battling the fight we're doing. We will, we are winning. God does win. And Satan and all of his minions will be defeated. And they will be the ones that we'll be feeling sorry for. And that's, as Christians, you know, that's one of my prayers is that these people get what's coming to them. Yep. And that they learn. In, in their lifetime, they learn what they were doing was evil and wrong. And, and, and will be, we'll be able to forgive and forget quicker than they ever would.
1: Yeah, and then I think that's the the thing. You know, I'd love to see God, you know, pour out his spirit upon these people and really turn them around. Now, is he going to do that? I don't know. Uh, So I leave leave those things up to God. That's what his doing is. That's his sovereign will about what he does. But what we have to do is we have to understand how the enemy works, because that's what you do in any battle. Any military guy, uh, a general is going to try his best to find out how the enemy fights. That way he understands how to fight against them. Same thing happens in sporting events all this. You study the other team, their offense, their defense, so that you know how to defeat them. So we need to know what they're thinking. We need to know what they're doing and doing that. But we shouldn't dwell on it because we should make them wonder what we're up to. And this is why I continually call upon the men in your communities. This is not a thing you're going to get on Fox News about. This is not a thing you're going to get in the Mockingbird Media about Get in your community, get with the men, disciple the men, build build the true church of God among the men who are godly men, build them up in the community. Let's be that militia, you know, the real law enforcers of our constitution, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15 to 16. Let's build that back up. Let's be who we're supposed to be as men cuz that's where they've hit us, John. They've hit us as men. They wanted to make us effeminate. They wanted to rip our families apart. They want to make women think that they can just do it all on their own with the help of, of daddy government. They don't want us with our children, raising them up in the fear and, and the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And so when they when we put men back into the situation, now you've got a recipe for success. And I'm talking about godly men. I'm not talking about you know your your average run-of-the-mill degenerate. I'm talking about real godly men who want to honor the Lord. And... Some of this, what they're going to do is is they're going to lead their family in is how to be healthy. Yeah, sure. Do we get sick at times? Sure. Can God use that sickness? Of course. He used the blind man. He said this is for the glory of God, not for sinful issues. But, But overall, we should be healthy, those who are able to go about doing the things that we need to do, whether it's presenting the gospel, whether it's being on a radio show, or whether it's running a business or whatever we're doing. We're there because in whatever we're doing in that sphere of influence, we're to glorify God with that.
0: Uh, also very true, Tim. And I, and I, that's why I love coming out here. You give me a, a little bit of a different flavor. I wake up in the morning and lay a B 17 is my passion. You know, I go to church on Sunday. I, I study the word of God. I, I try to lead my kids in that way, but that's not my, I wouldn't say uh, giving a, a sermon on, you know, on, on the, the different bi- books of the Bible is my, my expertise, and my specialty. And that's, what's left up to the people that God has entrusted with that ability. My specialty is telling people that they can take back their health, given what God has given us with for our health to be better men, to be stronger men, to last longer uh, in our lives, to train our children up uh, past you know their their, their youth. Many uh, fathers are di- have died you know because of this medical establishment that they just want to suck the money out. There's 30 year or 40 year old uh, men dying and leaving their kids to to the world to be raised by the world. And so that is a continuous cycle. Let's take back our health. And that's my passion, my goal with, you know, as as I point to my father back here who ran on God, family and country in that order, uh, that's where we have to keep our importance. And health is wealth, as my son likes to say now, and health will prevent our health can keep us in the fight uh, long after these other losers, uh, you know, die off health will keep us in the fight. And they know that. And that's what was great about your your subject matter today was about the combination of the finance and the health. We can do so much more in our life with our health. And that's what I wake up doing every day, Tim. So I I always appreciate getting the the message out there that way, that health is the most important thing after God, obviously, uh, knowing that he gave us all these gifts. Uh, is is to, so to make us a better uh, father, human, and a member of society.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm convinced. So, you know, I I told people I, that I was doing the juice fast and things of that nature leading up to Red Pill this year. And one of the things I noticed was my my assumption is is just how toxic my body and my mind was from some of the foods I was putting in it, which then affected it. It, it does have whether. People believe it or not, I think it has an effect on us spiritually as well. Because all of a sudden I had clarity of mind. All of a sudden the brain fog was gone. All of a sudden, you know, I'm able to say no to little things like little, you know, these little processed snacks and all that stuff. That that, you know, you get it, you get a draw for that. And and then it was like my cravings were for the things that I was putting in it, the juices and the salads and all this. I just saw a difference in change. It was something I wasn't expecting because I was just hoping maybe I'd lose some weight and it'd be better for me and this, that, and the other. Uh, and I was pleasantly surprised to see these changes. And I don't think that they want us like that because I, I do think there is something, at least for the believer. Where there's something open up spirit, I I just, I can't get away from it. And I know Jesus said, it's not what goes into a man that defiles him. I get that. But I don't know that they had processed foods back then. And (laughs) I don't think that he would say, yeah, it's, it's a good thing that you go eat, you know, your box of Cracker Jack or whatever your stuff is there. He meant real foods, the foods that he had created. Those things are good. They're good for us. In fact, we're to give thanks for them when we have them. Go ahead and talk about what you got there in the book.
0: I just remind people every time when you think about uh, food and uh, what you're doing, juicing and things like that, these hunzas who are happy, smiling, li- great skin, the women at 90 years old have beautiful skin. Uh, they put the apricot kernel oil on it. They eat, you can see down here, they eat th- their wealth is considered by how much apricot seeds they eat. Now, Tim, I'm, I'm not sitting here. You can survive off just eating apricot seeds. I I keep a cup at my desk and I I eat them regularly. I try not to eat them on podcasts and I start uh, spitting them out uh, while I'm talking. These people live to be 140 years old, not because they're eating Ho-Ho's and McDonald's. As soon as they get American diet, they die off just like we do. God created natural food for us to have a wonderful survival and be happy and healthy and strong. As much as feeding our soul with the word of God. We need to feed our bodies with the products of God. That's right. The, and nuts and seeds and berries that God gave us as natural as we possibly can. So it's it's it, it goes along with it. It's not anti it. It's not you know oh I can I can do this and not believe in God and I can just eat these foods and it'll be fine. It's all a part of the process and it really is something that will make our lives and our families' lives better.
1: Yeah. One of the things that you were showing there of the Hunza people, uh, I, re- I recall the story reading the book, and I believe G. Edward said that there was a lady there that had, the, she was like the oldest living one that they had had. She was like 165 or 169 or something like that. But he talked about once the Western products, the processed foods started coming in among the people, they got like 40 cases of cancer like that, like within just a couple of months. Uh, yep. Can you There's tell us stories. a little bit about that and what was the marketing toward the hunts? I mean, they don't, these people don't, they don't look like they have television sitting in there and where they're going to get ads and things like this. How are they marketing this stuff in there to the people?
0: Well, it's just funny because Ed talked about in the book, uh, you know, that the theory of uh, nitrilicides and laetrile is that it prevents cancer by working the way it works. It splits into four different uh, uh, molecules, two of glucose, which we've already talked about, cancer loves sugar, one of benzaldehyde and one of cyanide. And it works naturally. It's not something that uh, I created in a lab. It's not something I have a patent on. I've never tried to make it like, you know, something I keep secret. I want the whole world to know about uh, Laetrile and B17 and my dad's message. And all my dad wasn't the only one. There was many other great heroic physicians that were out there in the seventies uh, putting this out there, but the Hunza's just knew about it. And they When the uh, outside uh, people, the the people that discovered them in the early 1900s, would eat, they would hand them a delicious apricot, and they would eat the fruit of the apricot and throw the pit on the ground. The Hunzes would look at them like, you know, what are you crazy? What what are you doing? Uh, You know, that that's the most important part of it. They would grab the seed, crack it open, and eat the seed inside. Excuse me, it was a pit. It's a hard pit, and that does confuse people. You don't eat that hard pit and break your teeth. You crack that pit. You dry it for two or three days, you crack that, and that's the most healthy, potent, important part. And the Hunza's new to eat a couple hundred a day. And that's that if, if you read Google, if you get off this podcast and they are still fooled by Google and search it, do a search on apricot seeds, Google will say if you eat three apricot seeds, uh, you could die of cyanide poisoning. Well, God created beta glucosidase to break apart amygdala and the apricot seeds. And he created rhodonase that's found in healthy cells to break apart, break down cyanide and benzaldehyde after they've had their effect on the cancer cell. You break those down and they have an analgesic effect. And, and you've learned, heard that from our our mutual friend, Kate Yep, uh, who, who taught me that, uh, she, you know, I, I've, I've known my dad. It's, it's It's great to learn these things and read the, the history. My dad said almost, a hundred percent of patients that came and started doing lateral therapy found they got their, their appetite back. They had a zest for life again. They had pain relief. Their, their hair would start growing back. And some of them still died, Tim, because they were so ravaged by the cancer, and ravaged by the chemotherapy and radiation. But my dad said, even though some of them still died, he couldn't save them all after going through so much pain and suffering. They still, their end of lifetime was still far superior. And that was the, many of the letters they received from family members were thanking my father for making the end of their life so much more uh, wonderful, even though they ended up dying anyway, because they were so far gone. It's, it's a disease that tears apart the body. So the Hunsas knew this, the Hunsas knew it without having to read it in books or study. They just knew what God provided them, eat the seeds and we live to be 140. When we brought our diet in, hey, start eating this and start eating that and start, you know, coming into, uh, you know, the American way of doing things, they started to die like just they started to drop like flies. And there's not, they're not the only societies. The Inuit uh, Eskimos also eat the uh, the the one of the organs in the uh, the moose the, the the large caribou that is full of nitricides. and they eat that, and they don't have cancer at all. Their their rates of cancer are zero as well. So Ed Griffin talked about if we, if, if can you imagine if we had a, a scientific study that showed all these people that were eating a lot of high levels of they don't living to be 140 and we just said, oh, that must be something else. It must be because they drink clean water and, and breathe clean air. Well, it's, we know that's not the case. We know that, that, that when they started still breathing clean air and clean water, but eating a diet that was processed, they started to die uh, very rapidly, sometimes even faster than we do.
1: Yeah, I think one of the big things that gets that gets people in Western culture is the convenience. They can go and buy something; it's already prepackaged. All they got to do is get it out. They don't have to plant it. They don't have to harvest it. They don't have to grind it. They don't have to cook it, uh, or any of that stuff. And I think it's the convenience level, and they just say this is easier, and so it's made us lazy. It's made us stupid. Uh, and I and I'm, I don't mean that as a derogatory. I mean that's just what it's done. I talk about a smartphone. Smartphones make us stupid. Uh, how many of us, when you were a kid, uh, you know, I can sit here and rattle off the first phone number that I memorized as a little boy, like when I was like five or six years old. But I couldn't tell you what my wife's phone number is without going in there and looking I just know I pushed number two, right? And they, they, they're dumbing us down, and they're dumbing us down in the way of money, of health, and all this other. Let me let people know exactly where they can go find you. Uh, they can go to the RNC store there, and you can get there. By going to vitamin B17 for you, vitamin B17, the number four and the letter U.com. Go there, use the promo code TIM, and you can save 10%. John just doesn't have apricot seeds. Uh, He's got several different kinds of supplements here that are tied with B17. He's also got a load of books that you can get up. Last time uh, that you were on, we talked about the cyanide cookbook. I see that is in stock. I'm going to be getting me one of those. And uh, so people can do that there. We got about 15 seconds, John. Tell people about what you got there.
0: The Be Better Bar, uh, this is this is, makes it simple to get the B-17, and it's super tasty. It's, it's got all healthy, natural stuff. We got these back in stock any day now. Uh, these have been, that's the shows that people want B-17, but it's, they don't want to eat the bitter. So this is a delicious bar. You can put 250 milligrams of B-17 in your diet.
1: Amen. Amen. And they're great. They're, they're really, really great. Again, you can go to vitamin B-17, the number four and the letter U.com, vitamin B-174U.com and use Tim as a promo code, save 10%. Bradley be with you at three and we'll see you Lord willing. 6 a.m. Adios.